Okay, we are in Sefer Zoniel, Perik Dalad, Pasuk Aleph, Anon Nebuchadnezzar, Shalei. You, you will recall that in the last year, Perik Gimel, we said that the last three psukim appropriately belong at the beginning of Dalad, but through faulty pagination, they are ending Perik Gimel, and what we said there is Nebuchadnezzar is writing sort of a rambling love letter to the Kaddish Baruch Hu and by inference the Jewish people. And it is a very fascinating dream he's going to have, and once again he's going to call on Toniel to interpret the dream for him. So let's begin right into it. On Nebuchadnezzar, Shalei Hevesi Bevesi Veranon Behechli. I was Nebuchadnezzar, Shalei is like Shalva. I was in peace, Hevesi Bevesi in my house. Veranon Behechali, I was in tranquility in my palace. What does that mean? To do that, we've got to give away a lot of what the Perik is about, but we, if so, we must do that. Basically, Nebuchadnezzar will have a dream that Daniel interprets, that the dream and its follow-up is a literal descent of Nebuchadnezzar into madness, into insanity. Um, terrible things are happening. He's going to be like an animal living among the animals, letting his hair grow, his claws grow. It's just an awful depiction of a mental breakdown. And so the Malmin here says, the reason he starts Nebuchadnezzar with this concept of I was at peace, I was at harmony, I was on top of the world. Let me read you the Malbim that um, Hiktim Lahodia, he seeks to let us know at the beginning that the Chalon that he is dreaming, that way he becomes an animal and separates from humanity. The Holobachol Hashikhrora, all this blackness, this depression, Betchilas Hayeyush, the despair of life, that wasn't here. Lobaylo, all the sorrows, it didn't come from sorrows, the Yegono sadness, Shahayolo shame, Mizorim es Hashora, nothing, he was fine. Kilo Hayolo sorrows, Babeso, Kishalva Hayisa Babayas. I was happy, I was tranquil. Misavimu Milchamos Pamedina, nor was it war. I was at the height of my realm. Uh, there were no battles. I ruled as an absolute ruler. So it's all to show the contrast there. Continues. Chalom Chazi. I dreamt a dream. It was on my sleep at night. The Chazri Roshi Valeni. And it literally confused my head. I didn't understand it. Uh, also, I, I got up from it with fear, an unnamed fear. And I sent out a notice. I sent out a proclamation that let all the Chachme Balad, <coughs> that old group of wise men, sorcerers, astrologers, let them come. Let them give uh, an explanation for my dream and let me know what it was. 
Adayin olin chartume ashpe kasta vegozra vechoma, and so they came. All the chartumim, the astrologers, Ashipa, the necromancers, the kastoi were those Babylonians we met before, who were supposed to be geniuses in astrology, because Rina, a demonologist. And I told my dream before them. They were unable to give me an interpretation. Some Mephorshim say they would be able to give the interpretation. They dared not. Once they got where this dream was headed, they were in fear of their lives. And so they said it was easy to, you know, we don't, we don't have an interpretation than to give the interpretation. So what does he do? And after all these guys could not provide me with anything in the way of interpretation, I'll cut my Doniel. I called for Doniel. Dishmei Balshatzar, whose name is Balshatzar, Keshem Elokai, uh, whose name I called Balshatzar after my own God. We saw that when he was elevated, Doniel, he changed his, not he changed his name, Nebuchadnezzar changed Daniel's name to Balshatzar, which is his own personal deity, which shows that even then Nebuchadnezzar saw the extraordinary potential of, of Daniel, called him by his own God. And the Ruach Elohim Kachim, but I recognize that the Ruach of the Kaddish Baruch Hu of Hashem is upon this man, the Homo Kadmoni Amrit. And so therefore, I said the dream before him. Balshatzar Rav Chartumedi, before he speaks to Daniel, he says, Balshatzar, you are known as the head of my astrologers. You, the, you, you know more than all my astrologers. And I know that the Ruach of the Kaddish Baruch Hu is upon you. The whole Roslo Neslach, and every secret of the world does not elude you. Listen to my dream and tell me what the interpretation is. The Chazre Roshi al and he's going to narrate his dream now. My head was resting on my bed, and I saw in front of me a tree, a tree a tree that was rooted in the earth and extended heavenwards. It was a um, giant tree, the takeif and powerful. Its roots were planted, it extended in height to the sky, the and it extended to the ends of the earth. It was a gigantic tree. Spoiler alert, he's talking about the Babylonian Empire and him at the head. That the branches were mighty, the fruit was plentiful, there was enough food in the tree to sustain everybody. You could feed my whole empire. And underneath its branches, everyone could dwell and feed off. 
Sapishmaya of its foliage to the sky, Umina Yizin Kobasara. All mankind could sustain itself from the fruits and the produce of that tree. Uh, and I saw uh, on my on and the city that was pacified in Shemayanach up to the sky, and suddenly, and someone called out, a heavenly voice called out, go to Ilana, chop that tree down, cut her branches, cut her foliage, and um, its fruit will depart, and everything beneath it will disappear, but Sapra bin Afune, the branches, the foliage, the tree, the fruits, it will no longer sustain all the life it had up till now. But Ram however, there's an exception. The roots tie around the roots, secure it with a band of iron and copper. Shuku Abesadi Parzel in other words, the roots of the tree, which symbolize Nebuchadnezzar, secure it. Leave the major roots in the ground and let the bottom of the tree, let the roots be sustained by dew and let them be brought together with the beasts and the um, the beasts of the earth and the grass of the earth, let it be fed with dew. What he is saying is that he is the roots. He's now being secured. They're going to let him secure himself. But instead of fruit, he will be washed with dew and he will be eating together with the animals, the grass of the earth. He will be turned to an animal himself. Levave min ansha yeshanun levav chevya yisalevla. There'll be a change of heart. Levave min ansha from a man, yeshanun levav cheva, and he will become an animal's heart. Yisahev levishiva adinon yechalfen alel. And a period of seven, we're not sure, seven weeks, seven months, seven years will pass over, most probably the Mephoshim say it's seven years, he will be in that state. In other words, we're going to see that this dream is Nebuchadnezzar being brought down at the height of his power, made an animal living in the field off the dirt, the dew, surviving like an animal. And then we're going to come back to it when Zanil gives him the interpretation. Um, Begezeras irin piskama, it is by Gezerah, the decree of the angels, and that it is the sentence of the world, it is the um, sentence, why, why are they doing this? 
so that living being, all humanity will know, the adinam chaya, the shalit Eloi, that there is a reigning power, meaning the Kaddish Baruch living things will be that Hashem rules over the kingdom, and he does have the power, the Malchus Anshalamandi Yisve Yitnenu, he has the power to bring the person down, to replace empires, heads of state, and replace them with non entities, with the lowest kind of being, Anshim Yerkim So, get the theme is that he is saying that the Kaddish Baruch can change life in a minute. You were on the the most powerful man in the world of the most powerful empire, suddenly he brings you down and reduces you to living off the, the, the land as an, as an animal. This was my dream. He's speaking to Daniel. The Anto Balchetza, answer me Balchetza, calling him by that name. Pishrei, interpret it. You are the only one who can do it. All my Khartoumim, all my wise men are unable to do it. Because I know you have the spirit of the Kaddish Baruch He is silent. For the moment, incidentally, it's an expression we often have in the Gemara, Ishtamim Keshah, Chada. Sometimes when the Tana or the Amor doesn't answer right away, he's thinking it over, it shows a pause in his thinking, and that's what Daniel is doing. Either he cannot interpret it right away, or he cannot grasp it, or he doesn't want to tell it over to Nebuchadnezzar. The Orion and Yubulana, he seemed confused in his thoughts. Answer me, Daniel, and tell me, Balshetzah, what is the dream's meaning? Don't be frightened, don't be hesitant. He answers him very diplomatically. I would only wish that your enemies have that dream, and that your enemies suffer the interpretation. And in Mirza Hashem, tomorrow, we are going to go sentence by sentence into that actual dream, Nebuchadnezzar's descent into total madness, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. You will not want to miss it. Adkan.